Blog Talk Radio. Edition of John Prime when he was Papadini American. Hello, Kettle. Hello. Yeah, I'm good. What's going on? You got the best thing. What's up with you? Yeah, okay. Living living life, you know. You living the dream. All right. How you doing, Red Wine? I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. And red wine's here as well. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. Cheers to Friday night. I know that's right. All right, that's what's up. Ooh, what's happening? What's happening? How you doing tonight, Miss Kettle? I can't complain. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. And you, Papa Didi? Everything is cool. Papa Didi? Everything is cool. All right, good. Well, everybody's well. We're all functioning within normal parameters. So let's get it going. What's the lead off tonight, Papa Didi? Uh... I want to talk about uh, Donald Trump with them sneakers he put out. How about that? Mm. They were $399. $399. And the rapper Fat Joe said he brought a pair. And then he had to preempt it by saying, don't get me wrong, I'm not into Trump, I'm not into dick, but I'm a collector, so I brought... I bought the sneaks because I'm a collector and I'm a collector and I'm a... Now, my question is this here. Not only what do you think about that, but what do you give a shit about anything that Trump farts out of his ass? Because <laughs> there's nine pounds of shit that you can collect that he didn't put out. He put out a... Wasn't he cutting up a suit or something that he took his mugshot in? Yeah, now that you mentioned it. He was selling pieces of a suit, Mm -hmm. cut up pieces of the suit that he took the mugshot in. And he sold a mugshot. Sold a mugshot, this mean look on his face, and all this is by design, you know. But, uh, I mean, before I give you all the floor, let me say this here. You know, Trump is building an empire where he's trying to manufacture the election. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's trying to manufacture it. He's trying. He's promoting that election, just like they promote, like like Oprah Noom was promoting the color purple. You know, he's got all these different angles, and he goes back to Mar Largo, and they probably have a a combat center of how they're going to just just take over the whole 
the whole everything. What they gonna do with the mail and the you name it. You know what I'm saying? Because he's just that vicious. I mean, he's an old crazy man. You know, I mean, come on, what the, what the hell? We know what older people do that are crazy. They the same old crazy motherfuckers every day. If you got a crazy neighbor and they old as hell, what are they gonna do every day? They gonna be the same crazy ass neighbor, right? You got to build a six foot damn fence not to see their ass. Well, but um, what do you think about Fat Joe putting that alibi out that uh, I'm not a Trump supporter, I'm just a collector? And, yeah, okay. So he just collects sneakers? That's what he said. Yeah, he, he, he collect just collects sneakers. sneakers but he's and... not a Trump lover or any of that. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go to Kettle first because I have Passing an opinion. Book. But I'm going to pass the buck to Kettle. Pass the damn buck. Yep. Over so, to you, Kettle. So, so what do you think? So what you saying? you you asking the question, what do we think about him, um, I guess, promoting everything that he's doing or everything he has? No, why, why did he... To build? No, why did Fat Joe buy the sneakers in the beginning? Saying you're a promoter, saying you're a collector, <laughs> but you're saying I'm not into <sighs> Trump at all. Well, if you ain't into Trump at all, would you buy anything from him? Well, I, I wouldn't guess he's buy. Looking at the, he's looking at the value of what stuff is going to become. You own something of yeah, Trump, okay. no matter if you are, uh, 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 um, uh, you know, for Trump or not. He's looking at his money value. Yeah. Okay. So, he, so yeah, okay. and it doesn't mean that he has to be on Trump's side or he's a Trump lover. That don't mean nothing. That's just about money. And yeah, being okay. uh, being savvy as far as um, now, you have my opinion now, didn't you, Papa? What's up? I mean, just because you don't. No, know I'm that. not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not debating it. No, people are getting smart. You want to put the stuff out there? Okay, I'm going to buy it, and then I'm going to resell it at triple the amount of money. I, 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 hey, that's how the rich keep getting rich. You know, it's it's not about uh, uh, who I like or who I don't like. Politics or not, it's just about money. I think that's bottom line. It's just about money. That's just my opinion. Okay. Well, my opinion is to counter what you just said. He said he is a collector of sneakers. So that to me doesn't sound like he's holding on to them to sell them later at a higher price. He's collecting them. He said he has like thousands of pairs of sneakers, and he's just collecting them. But my point is this, if Trump was selling, if, let's say if you were a collector of flags and Trump was selling a Confederate flag with his picture or whatever, a Confederate flag, if you're a collector of flags, are you going to buy that one? <laughs> like at what point, my question is, do you, what point do you draw the line? You know what I'm saying? If you're a collector mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. costumes, and Trump is promoting Klan outfits. Are you going to buy that one? And I'm not saying you pers personally. I'm saying you collectively. At what mm -hmm. point do we as a people draw the line? Even if you are a collector of whatever the item. At what point do we say, yeah, I'm a collector of these things. However, I'm not going to purchase that one because I have my reasons. I have my standards. You know, I, I'm just putting it out there. At what point do we draw the line? 
you can right. people can like Joe can say, Fat Joe can say, Ah, yeah, well, you know, I'm a sneaker collector. That's the only reason I bought it. But you still bought it. You still put three hundred dollars mm-hmm. into Trump's pot. You're still supporting mm-hmm. the cause, whether you meant to mm-hmm. or not. You're still part mm-hmm. of the problem. So mm-hmm. that's my opinion on it. I understand what you're saying, Kevin, but I'm saying even if it's something that you're not behind, if you put your money behind it, you're behind it, whether you mean to be or not. You can verbally say, I ain't with it, but your money is with it. Hmm. How do you separate yourself from your money? Hmm. That's my opinion. Interesting. All right. Well, you know, I I just want to say this here. Yeah, what's your take on it? My take is this here. First of all, it all depends on how well you know Trump. Because, see, in my opinion, a lot of people that are supporting Trump don't know Trump. You know what I mean? There's a lot of different layers of Trump based on your your your, your living location, for one, uh, how old you are, how much you've been around, how much you paid attention to the news 20, 30 years ago. If you remember Trump from the show called, uh, what was it called? The Apprentice? Mm -hmm. If that's how you know Trump, then you don't know Trump. Okay? If you live way out in the Midwest somewhere or the West Coast or whatever, and you just really getting into Trump, then you don't know Trump. You know? Trump first started battling with a woman by the name of Eleanor Hemsley. Okay? Now, if people don't know who Eleanor Hemsley is, then you damn sure don't know Trump. Okay? Now, who is Eleanor Hemsley? Oh. Are you are you being facetious or are you serious? No, I'm asking the question. Eleanor Hemsley was a woman who owned big-ass hotel buildings, buildings, period, in, in New York. She was Trump's first father's biggest competition in New York when oh, it came to building. Hemsley, the lady oh, yeah. that collected all the shoes. Is I don't know about the shoes. Had all these shoes at Hemsley? I don't know about it. Well, maybe she did, but I'm okay. talking about the hotel. Okay. She had to get some shit in order to buy shoes. Mm-hmm. You got to get buildings first. And this woman was like, you know, she was a shit up in New York. And she, she what it was, she was a lot older than Trump. So she started getting old and Trump was younger. And he seen how you make money off of hotels by people coming in and using your rooms over and over again. And he got into the whole thing of, you know, rent it, rent it again, clean it, rent it again. That's why when he said he never had immigrants work for him, I was like, bullshit. You own some of the biggest buildings and some of the biggest hotels in New York at the time, in Jersey and all that around the tri-state area. So how the hell did you not have any foreigners cleaning them rooms? Because you sure ain't going to get no black motherfuckers to do that. You may get a few, but this is some stuff black people don't do. Or efficiently as you may want it. Okay? Or as cheap as you may want it. Or as cheap you may want it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So Trump goes way back. And then when he tried to get in the NFL, and then the XFL wouldn't even take him either. But he tried to get an NFL team, they wouldn't take him. So if you don't know that part of Trump, or if you don't know when he started the, the hotels in Atlantic City, if you don't know that Trump, when they were still pushing cash around, all that stuff now is you just put your, you know, 
put your money in and you ring and they'll come and say, oh, yeah, you won this in. You won $200,000. Meet us in the back. Back in the day, cash used to fall out of them damn slot machines. You know what I mean? And at 4 o'clock in the morning, they push your money all around casinos. You ever seen that? You ever been to a casino 2 o'clock in the morning when it was cash and they were just pushing money all around the casino all night? Everybody dumping machines, you know. That's old casino. This shit here is brand new shit. Well, the way they do casinos now. It used to be money yeah, it's in all there. digital now. Yeah, but anyway, what I'm saying is that the people that... So in my, my situation with Fat Joe... I think if Fat Joe knows a Trump that he thinks is putting out some stuff now, you think he's in the sneaker business. But I remember Trump always had gaudy-ass rooms in Atlantic City. When I stayed at a couple hotels of his in Atlantic City, his rooms was always gaudy. Mm -hmm. And when I saw the damn sneakers, I said, okay, that looks just like that scuzzy-ass window drape that he had, that gold window drape that maids weren't even able to clean the top of it because it was so high. So it was a, a ton of dirt at the top of the window dressing. And he always been gold and gaudy. Remember that shit with Trump? Always gold and gaudy, and the sneaker is the exact replica of what he's always been. And if you don't see that sneaker and think about an old hotel room in Atlantic City, you don't know Trump. So like I said, people that are doing stuff nowadays, they're coming in and acting like they know, but they don't know. They don't know. That man been vicious for a long fucking time. Some folk need to do some research. Do some research. Do some okay. homework on it. But Alrighty. Anyway, that's y'all boy. I ain't going to talk about him no more. <laughs> I yeah, know y'all okay. love him. Whatever. Okay. Kettle, you ready for the, uh, for the rundown? Sure. sure All sure, right. Sure. Kettle's going to okay. give us the rundown for tonight's show. What you got on tap tonight, Kettle? All right. Uh, starting the first day of March. Wow, man, we here already. It's almost spring. That means about two more weeks. Uh, I can't wait for it. Um, okay, uh, in focus tonight, judge temporarily uh, blocks Texas SB4 immigration enforcement law. Also, black Republicans. Um, want white. White Chicago cop shoes department to change his race. Interesting. Cocktail of the week tonight. I got a pretty good one. What's popping with Papa Didi? Also our weird news. We're going to lighten it up. Leap year only newspaper. Also, it's not too cold for winter swimmers. And big crowds cheer competent competitors evading police and wrestling over beer. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine tonight, there is no respect. Living for the City with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap-up, of course, the kiss it list, and the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be right back with In Focus. Breaking news. This is Red Wine. So much goes on in a week. And here on the original Pajama Party Show, we break it down for you. From our unique point of view, as only we can, get in focus with Kettle, Papa Didi, and me for our take on stories you might not have heard. Stay in the know. We'll talk about what happened this week right here on the Pajama Party Show. So tune in every Friday night at 9 o'clock 
on apajamaparty.com or call 914-803-4306 and press 1 to join the conversation. We're standing by to take your call right now, so give us a call, 914-803-4306 and press 1 if you dare. All right, welcome back to John Party. My host, Papa Dita, me for Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, it's time to go in focus. And Kettle, you are in position one tonight. Uh, you going to oh, give us some. Going to give us some <laughs> okay. details on what's going on with this uh, Texas situation. So, uh, what you got for us? Well, a federal judge temporarily blocks the Texas, the SB4, the state's immigration enforcement law. Folks still trying to come across the border, and I still think we need to shut it down by a certain amount, but that's just me. Um, A federal judge temporarily blocked the Texas law that would have allowed local police to arrest people suspected of being in the state illegally. So Senate Bill 4 was passed in the late 2023 as part of a priority package of immigration and border security bills um, championed by Governor Greg Abbott and far-right leaders. It would have also allowed local judges to order someone to return to Mexico, regardless of their nationality. A U.S. District Judge uh, Ezra ruled on uh, this past Thursday that the law is likely unconstitutional because the federal government has jurisdiction over immigration matters. It's complicated. Um, several yeah. factors warrant an injunction. First, a uh, uh, Supreme Clause and Supreme Court precedent affirmed that states may not exercise immigration enforcement power except as authorized by the federal government. So then more that say is, federal government, I guess, can send your ass back across their damn board if they want to. Um, second, SB4 conflicts with key provisions of federal immigration law to the um, determinant of the U.S. Uh, United States foreign relations and treaty obligations. Uh, it goes on to say the measure makes unauthorized entry into Texas from Mexico a misdemeanor for first offense, penalties increasing to a felony for subsequent violations. So if you ask come back over here, we're going to, uh, you know, put you down for a felony. Um, wow. Also, the law, lawsuit was filed by the American uh, Civil Liberties Union of Texas and the Texas Civil Rights Project on behalf of El Paso-based uh, Immigrant uh, Advocacy Center. Um, so they, they filed the um, lawsuit. Uh, goes on to say this crucial decision allows us to continue to focus on efforts on building a safe, legal, humane immigration system, not contingent on abuses like uh, racial profiling and harassment. Really, mm. Texas has a clear right to defend itself from the drug smugglers, human traffickers, cartels, and uh, illegal aliens crossing into our state the consequences of the Biden administration, deliberate policy choices. Okay. Well, what do you guys think about that? 
I don't know. I mean, Texas has been going through a lot, and they keep on mm-hmm. trying to come up with their laws and regulations and whatnot, you know, because first Abbott was sending busloads of immigrants up north. That's crazy. So, mm-hmm. so the, what is the actual, what is the gist of this bill that they're trying to pass? They're just going to make it against the law now? I thought it was already against the law. For immigrants uh, across the border. Let me see what this. Well, you know what, though? In my opinion, I, I just think that everybody's talking out of both sides of their damn mouth, you know, mm-hmm. because okay. how are you going to, first of all, if you look the other day at the news, both presidents was in at the border at the same time. Uh, okay? Yeah. The president was in one area and Trump was down another area. He's down in another area of the border with the governor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, why wouldn't the governor be with the president? Because he's a Trump You ever lover. thought about that shit? Because he's a Trump lover. No, that, no, no, that's not an out. But that's what the reason. Yeah, but that's not an out. That is the reason. That's not an out, okay? okay? First of all, the president is the fucking boss right now. Mm-hmm. He's the boss, all right? And it comes to a war, who pushes the fucking nuclear codes in to start World War Three? Right, the president. Biden, not Trump. Exactly. Okay? So why aren't mm-hmm. you kissing? Why are you kissing the wrong ass? That's what's wrong with the world today. If you kiss, if you had, yeah, but you he cannot give, but you, but you cannot. Trump is about but, to be but the that's next a president. soft fucking alibi. You don't do it on your job, do you? I would. What do you do on your big? When you wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's talk. Let's go back to basics here. We're not talking about no radical shit that people are doing. Radical shit don't win nothing. I said rational. No, I said, no, I'm I'm saying, a rational I said radical. Oh, okay. Radical shit don't win nothing. Mm-hmm. Do you think Trump's actually going to win that election in November? No. No. You know why he's not going to win? Because every white person is not on his side that he thinks they are. Because a lot of them have changed their fucking minds. They just ain't telling him. Why? Because they all live on the same fucking block. But the answer to your question is that the governor of Texas is on his side. Yeah, but that's why first he of was all, sitting up there first with of Trump. all, no disrespect, okay, to this man and his handicapped situation. He was sitting in that wheelchair and looked like to me nobody gave a fuck about his ass in that wheelchair. They were all walking tall and walking like real strong white troopers standing up on their two legs, and he was trying to get across rocks. In his wheelchair, nobody was in the back of that wheelchair even helping to push that motherfucker. That's, That's how stuff. sorry they are. That's disrespectful. And he's, he's trying to keep up with them, and they're all macho and following Trump and everything, and he's tugging around on the rear behind him in a wheelchair. Disrespectful. Which means he is a disabled American. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you should be fucking with the person who's paying for your disability or whatever you're receiving at this time. Kissing Trump's ass is not the answer. Trump is a, a Trump ain't nothing but a citizen right now, just like Barack, just like George Bush, just like uh, Clinton. Well, somebody needs who else? To tell How many other that? presidents is living? But somebody needs to tell him. Yeah, but you, but you, he's running around. Yeah, right. Like, like you're the president. Like you're the president. Realm. Exactly. And you're going to different courts. 
and you're going here and you're going here and you're doing this and you're doing that, you know, all you're doing is just building your bullshit legacy. Because I tell you what, death pays all debts. When this fucking ass dies, no disrespect, I ain't wishing no bad luck or ill faith on anybody. When he dies, ain't none of this shit he doing now going to mean a goddamn thing. Because you know what? When you're dead, you're fucking dead. And it's all over. No matter how much you blew that fucking horn. When you die, you close them eyes, that heart stops beating, your body turns cold, rigor mortis starts to set in. You are a fucking has-been. You're done. I'm not saying that to be cold-blooded or morbid. That goes for all of us. We all going to die. We don't know how or when. And we could be the most flamboyant motherfuckers on the planet. Look how many flamboyant people died. Want to run them down to you? Michael Jackson, Prince, George Michael, Luther Vandross. Let's go. Let's go down the list. Whitney Houston. Let's go down the list. Sure, when you're up, you're up. But when you're down, you're down. And all the shit he's doing now, going in his 80s, come on now. All this charade, all this balloon raising, blah, 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 blah. After a while, that shit is going to be, because everybody's getting older. Look at Blue Ivy. Damn, she's fucking damn near 13, 14 years old. Everybody's getting old. Look how old Madonna's children are now. Oh, look all these kids we saw as kids now. We now, you know, it was in the, in the draft, and I, I'm going to get off my horse on this. There was a guy that played with Peyton Manning, a wide receiver. His son is going to be in the draft, okay? His son, who's a wide receiver, is about to go into football. The next generation. Marvin Harrison is his mm-hmm. name, okay? He played with Peyton Manning. And won, you know, a championship with him with the Indianapolis Colts. And now his fucking son will be the number two draft choice in the NFL draft in April. Marvin Harrison Jr. Time is moving. moving. But I'm going back to my original question, back to Kettle. Okay, so they're trying to pass a law to make it illegal for migrants to cross the border. But I'm confused because I thought it was already against the law. So is it not well, against the law? Well, well, this particular law states that um, the judge temporarily blocked the Texas court, the Texas law. It was um, yeah. allowing local police to arrest people suspected of being in the state. So they blocked that. So they're saying that you can't do it because it's unconstitutional. So they're allowing people to come across. So let me say again, Texas with their antics, they are trying to, you know, stop that. And like I say again, I still think that we should cut it off somewhere. If it's 100,000 people that are going to come through in one year, fine. Let them come. That's fine. But after that one year, then, you know, you you can't come. There's no no more right now. I agree. Set a limit. It should be a huge wait station in my opinion. There yeah. should be a huge wait station that they should build right off of the borders where everybody can be processed. But when you put them on the bus and you send them all over the damn world, hell, you're spreading cancer all up in this shit. What did what, what, what happen to you? I think there is a place where they process. There is a system, but I'm saying they keep coming. They, it, they There's no stopping. So Texas is like, look, we're full already. We don't want all these immigrants here. 
But but the judge is saying, no, it's unconstitutional. You can't do that. So they they still will try to push, I'm quite sure, to get it passed. But I don't know if the processing is still happening like it used to be. Yeah, putting them on the bus in New York. Boca just move it yeah. on through and keep it pushing. Put, put, put them but on the bus. But that's crazy because, like, like we, we don't know what they have. They might have diseases. They, uh, the, you know, they shooting, killing, this, that. I mean, that's one thing I have to say. Trump, I kind of do agree. Some things he was saying. You, you, you got to cut it off somewhere. They can't keep coming over here, and 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 yeah. that's what you see in the I news agree. is either raping or killing or shooting or whatever. But you know, still a lot of black on black crime, but still. It's a lot of immigrants that come over here, and, you know, they're trying to survive, I guess. But, okay, we're going to go to the soapbox. Uh, I mean, we're all trying to survive, right. but, okay. Yeah, all we right. are. We are. Yeah. We all are. right. We're going to kick it over to you, Papa Didi. What's your focus tonight? It's a rough. I know. That immigration topic is crazy. Yeah, but. because it's a distractor, in my opinion. I'll be honest with you, because, you know, they, they focus on... Hispanic people and all that when the fucking Asians and everybody else is coming in from other areas like it ain't shit. Oh, yeah. So, you know. A lot of different cultures crossing mm-hmm. the border. Yes, they are. And they now they're in Hollywood winning fucking Oscars and everything else. Hmm. And nobody asking them where the hell they came from or when they got here or what, whatever. But that's all another right. story. All right. Going to go on with it now. But uh, with what you got. Anyway, uh, let's lighten up a little bit and shit. Okay. Let's talk about... Uh, these, well, this ain't really lighting it, but these black Republicans, man. And, you know, the sad part about it, you know, there's only about five altogether, to be honest with you. I think is I don't have the names in front of me, but I don't need the names because we all done seen these jokers. Um, you got a brother in Florida. I can't even call him brother. Why the fuck did I even use that term? Uh, they got, you got a guy in Florida. You got Minnesota. You got... Um, South Carolina, five altogether. Now, the reason why these jokers go Republican is because in order to get a job a job as a politician on a higher level, all you got to do is get elected. There's no job interview. There's no second interview. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Come back, let's interview you a second time. You know, you go out there with your popularity, just like that movie Distinguished Gentleman with Eddie Murphy, the name you know. You want to put your name out there. Why well, I think people like all these different people that's, that's been in there for years, they keep reelecting because people almost go in the booth blindfolded. And then they did so much gerrymandering with, with uh, different districts and everything, and they have uh, neutralized the vote. And then when it comes to the Fair, the Fair Voting Act and things, this stuff not being passed, there's all kind of sneaky shit and everything where people just getting elected and reelected. And don't you think, that Trump right now is not back in Mar-a-Lago with a map of the world on how he's going to strategize everything in November. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's going to he's going to rope. He's going to have a play like a NFL team about to run a you know run run a play. That's how they're going to play that, and that's what they're doing on the inside. They're doing this fake me out stuff on the outside as a distraction. But you best believe on the inside that guy is still there. The one he hired as the postmaster general. He's still there. 
Okay, and remember when he first came in, how crooked he was, oh, yes. taking mailboxes and shit like that. He's still on the Been job. Real quiet. He, yeah, but he's still there. Mm-hmm. So he should change. What's his name? They, they like just love going, joy or something. Yeah, they going there. They're just taking a different approach. Yeah. But these, getting back to these black politicians, okay, especially kiss ass Tim Scott, when he was up on stage saying, "I love Trump, I love Trump," boy, that had to be the most step and fetch it. House nigga shit I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Then we talked to him. He talks about his single mom and how how they were, we were raised. So she my single mom. Well, you ain't she, she, motherfucking she. You ain't doing so bad no more, are you? Big time senator and shit. About to marry a little white woman and shit, and you know mm. all the shit you got going on now. You got the whole package. You know, moved out the hood and shit and. Using your mom as an excuse and alibi on how fuck up your upbringing. We can tell how fuck your upbringing is because your teeth are so fucked up. You can tell you either did some shit or ate some bad shit or something coming up. Because your look, your overbite is so fucked up that, you know, ain't nobody take your ass to the dentist when you were younger. And we started making money as a senator. You should have sat down and got you some, you know, some dental work done, first and foremost. But, you know, he's a step and fetch it, you know, house Negro. And I'm only talking about him because he's showing his ass. Because as me, as a black man, I know my struggle every day of life. And I was raised by decent parents. I wasn't raised by a single parent. I had a mother and a father in the house for 70 fucking years they were married. Okay? So I'm not crying on that particular alibi of that particular situation. If that's your story, that's your story. But that story don't make you no better. It don't make you no worse. Shit, I didn't become a senator, so something worked out for your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. People get on the news and they're on fucking ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, Fox, and all this shit, talking about how fucking poor they were. And now, but you ain't saying how much of a sellout you are now. Hmm. And you, are you referencing your mom anymore? No, mom living in a big-ass house now, too. You done got her straight. But why are you still acting like a damn field Negro? I don't get it. Wait. Then you got the other brother in Florida. This guy, named, I think his last name is Donalds, if I ain't mistaken. This this side of the mouth ass talking guy, mm-hmm. and they all got this talk like like there. And these niggas are darker than me, complexion wise. Hell, if the Klan starts shooting, they gonna shoot your dark ass first. I'm a yellow motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm just I, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm gonna leave it there. But all I'm saying is that, you know, you can be what you want to be, Democrat, Republican, but it's a song by Stevie Wonder on a Hotter Than July album. The album that has Master Blaster jamming on there and uh, Lately, and where he has the cornrows. Remember Hotter Than July album where he has the cornrows on it? There's an album, there's a, a song on there on side two on a Hotter Than July album called You Can't Cash In Your Face. Play that song by Stevie Wonder when you get the opportunity. You might okay. you might have the cash, but you can't cash in your face. All righty. Black Republicans. Yeah, they out there. And you know, it's it's funny because the ones you mentioned, you were the five, you're talking about the ones that are like yeah, representatives and senators, senators and, senators and all that. Yeah. But there's a whole bunch of them. Oh yeah, around the world. That's yeah. Out here. Oh yeah. And they just running all kind of foolishness. Because they're not even running their own mayor anymore. They're running on the base of Trump. Yeah. Live, act, talk, and walk like Trump, and you pick up votes 
that he has already laid out. They think Trump is going to be some kind of a, like a, said, a safety net savior like I or said, something. What happens when he's I'm gone? Like, Y'all are really in for a rude awakening. What happens when he's gone? I don't oh, mean yeah. death. I'm not saying that at all. But I mean, when he doesn't when get gone? elected, it's going to be interesting because these guys have all jumped out. You got people changing their party affiliation. Mm-hmm. That mayor in, uh, I forgot where, that just recently, where was that? In Dallas. Dallas, thank you. Mayor of Dallas. Eric That's Johnson. a black man. Eric Johnson. Yeah, put him on the kiss it list. He just changed his party affiliation like in the last couple of days from mm-hmm. Democrat to, to Republican. Republican. I'm like, so what is that game? Because he doesn't have to campaign. He just goes by. Because these guys think that they're going to be on the quote-unquote winning team. They're looking at the polls and all this stuff. Everybody's and the saying money, Trump is going to win. Easy it Trump is. has got all the numbers. Trump has got the votes. And they think, oh, let's switch up. Let's get on the winning team. I'm like, okay, y'all go ahead and switch up, see what happens. But anyway, I'm going to keep it moving, keep yeah. it moving, because that makes me angry. Keep it moving. I don't want to be angry. But I am going to talk about something else that's kind of nutty. All right, my my in-focus story is about this cop in Chicago who uh, he, well, let me just give you the story. Uh, It's a veteran cop who says he does not identify as Caucasian and he wants to change his racial designation in his personnel file from white to one that he believes is more appropriate. And he has even taken, taken a genetic test to prove that he is not Caucasian. But he claims that the department, the Chicago Police Department, will not let him change his his race designation. Yeah, they won't let him change it. So according to a $1 million civil rights lawsuit filed by Officer Muhammad Youssef, who joined the, the Chicago Police Department in 2004, he was compelled to identify as Caucasian despite not identifying as white. Now, Youssef, who is of Egyptian descent and currently identifies as Egyptian and African American, wants a federal judge to make the Chicago Police Department update their records to accurately uh, reflect his race as North African. So while other CPD officers can correct their gender, and that was the the key, he felt like, okay, if people can change their gender identity, why can't I change my racial identity? So he was saying that while other officers can change their gender to match their gender identity, um, why is he being barred from accurately, you know, having his racial designation match his actual racial identity? And that's what the lawsuit states. So the lawsuit also claims that because of the incorrect racial designation of Yusef as Caucasian, that he has been passed over for merit system promotions up to the level of sergeant. Now, when Youssef joined the CPD in 2004, they're saying that the onboarding paperwork did not include a racial or ethnic category that really fit him. 
you know how when you have to check those boxes and they say, are you Caucasian, are you Hispanic, are you uh, black uh, or African American, uh, Asian Pacific, and all those things. He said mm-hmm. none of those things matched his ethnic category, so he selected he didn't want to disclose. You know, when they say you choose not to disclose, he checked that box. Mm-hmm. But then when he went and asked mm-hmm. his higher-ups for guidance on what should I select, they told him just mark white. So I <laughs> guess that's what ended up happening. And now he's alleging that he's been continually passed over for promotion, and he has watched mm-hmm. other people of color who have been less qualified than him, and who have had disciplinary actions in their record get promoted over him. So I guess he's looking at it like, so is being white is keeping me out of the game of getting moved up. Get me out of that and put me in the group where I really should be. Put me in the minority category, and then I'll be promoted like these other minority folks. So that's pretty much what's going on. So there's a hearing that's scheduled for May 14th in the uh, Chicago Federal Court to hear his case. I thought this was a really interesting one. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. What do you think about that one, Kevin? Fascinating. Interesting. We always trying to fight for our white. Now this man, he's black, but he put on there white. Now what side are you on? But he maybe he should have checked other. You know, because really all of us are mixed in some form of fashion. So yeah. you know, my thing is, it's unconstitutional to ask if I'm black, white, other, or whatever. Um, but they do you have a slide where it says what, none of your damn business? <laughs> yeah. Um, but see so he's looking at this. he's looking at, okay, all these black guys have been promoted. Right, promoted. And he gave right. he I, gave I, some yeah. statistics, you know, and showed how many officers since like two thousand four have been promoted mm-hmm. and it's only been like five that were white. And there's been, you know, a, a much higher number that were people mm-hmm. of color. So mm-hmm. he's like, you know, basically because he's listed as Caucasian, he feels like, you know, black people are getting a racial preference. And right. he wants to be able to, you know, take advantage of that too. Since mm-hmm. he's saying he doesn't really identify as Caucasian, his, his bosses told him to check that box. That's what he hmm. said. It's going to be interesting because this may go all the way to the Supreme Court. It should be interesting what the judge is going to say. And I'm quite yeah, sure if the judge say, okay, denied or whatever, not in his favor, he may go further. Um, you know, he was just going by what his superior told him to do. But it, if, if that's not who you are, then, you know, fair is fair. So sure. I don't know. It's yeah. crazy. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just blowing my mind. <laughs> Yeah. yeah what do you think about that one, Papa Diddy? <clears throat> yeah, that one that one can go pretty Because like he said, if people can change their gender, why can't I change my race? 
my yeah. ethnicity. You're right. That gender thing is big today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If gender can be fluid, why can't race it's or ethnicity? Fluid. Oh, yeah, dear. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll keep an eye on it. All righty. Uh, let's see. We're going to take a break and come back with the cocktail of the week, or are you ready to jump in, Kev? All right, we'll take a quick break and then we're coming back with Kettle and the cocktail of the week on the Pajama Party Show. This is the Pajama Party coming to you live. What's on your mind? Call us on 914-803-4306. Got an opinion or just want to say hello to the crew? Hello! You know what to do. Call 914-803-4306. If you just want to listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the banner in the upper right corner. But if you want to talk to the crew, you need to call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We'll get to your call as soon as possible. It's nothing but fun and a pillow fight every Friday night at the Pajama Party. And remember... PJs only, no clothes allowed. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Bartender, another round for the house. Thank you, darling. All right, welcome back to John Party One Hills Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. Good wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, all right, all right. It's time. It's time for Kettle and the cocktail of the week. Reek, reek. What you got for us, Kevin? <laughs> um, okay. This one is called the Kombucha Baka Highball. Kombucha. K O M B U C H A. Baka Highball. Okay. Um, it's one and a half ounces of your favorite baka. My favorite is kettle, of course. Kettle one. Um, three fourth ounces of fresh lime juice. Two teaspoons of simple syrup, three ounces of ginger-flavored kombucha, and uh, lime wedge for serving. Combine vodka, lime, and simple syrup in an ice-filled glass, topped with kombucha, and garnished with a lime wedge. And that is the kombucha vodka highball. It's very refreshing. Very good. Okay. That sounds very refreshing. I agree. uh, Yeah, trying to step into spring. Why not? Why not? Okay. Let's celebrate March with some kombucha. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right. That's a good one. All righty. Well, it's down to you, Papa Didi. What's popping? There's so much going on in the world today. Well, what you got for us? Well, Let's talk about the Philadelphia Phillies baseball team. Now, pretty good team. Sometimes they're slow during the regular season, but they seem to always kind of get near the playoffs at the end and get the city all excited. And it just becomes like a fest of, you know, everybody in there cheering and a daily thing. Oh, the Phillies went to the playoffs. Oh, my God, they won game one, game two. Even they lose at the end, the Phillies, the, the fans get fired up. Anyway, 
for the last 27 years, they had something called, uh, it was a discount night where the hot dogs, they sold dollar hot dogs. Mm. It was called a dollar night hot dog. But what they did wrong, and they did it for years, but they kept going for it and turned turn their back on it and looking the other way. The quarters and everything would be backed up like crazy if people were getting a hot dog, because hot dog only cost a dollar. It was called dollar nights. They sold thousands and thousands of hot dogs. You know, put on a bun, and you go over to the back, and you got the, all your ketchup and mustard and stuff is over the back, which is unheard of for a hot dog. And they would do it a couple times during the year. But what happens is that when people start getting drunk, they would start throwing the hot dogs all around the stadium at each other. They wrapped up in foil, then throwing them down at the team, at the dugout and everything. Umpire had to stop the game, clean all the hot dogs off the field. So this year they decided to stop it. Now, people in Philly are complaining about it. This just came out the other day up in Philly. People complained about it, but uh, Philly's got a lot of money. They've been in the playoffs a couple of years. They won a World Series a few years ago. They got a big sold-out crowd every time. And people that go to different uh, sports bars and everything in Philly interview them saying they should be ashamed of themselves stopping the dollar night because that team is worth a lot of money. They make a lot of money. The fans support them to the max. And they're going to cut out a couple of the fun nights they had. So they said, all right, well, we'll do, we're gonna, we'll, we'll do a two-for-one. Buy one, get one free. So two hot dogs will cost you $5. Now, hot dogs are normally costing five bucks a piece. That's why everybody gyrated to the one dollar night thing. Because hot dogs at the Phillies baseball park are five dollars a piece. Could you imagine spending five dollars for a fucking hot dog? (laughs) And it's not like it's a ballpark or nothing, hot dog. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, this is a hot dog they got from a wholesale district or something. You know, because they sell it in abundance. But so people are complaining, man. They're saying that, you know, it's a damn shame that uh, why are you stopping the dollar night like that on hot dogs? But, you know, the people, thought, and I'll say people, I'll say white people because that's the majority of people that go to these Philly games or baseball games, period. So white folks are just losing their mind. They get a few beers in their ass, and they start throwing hot dogs around like they can afford, like they're so well-to-do, they can just throw food around like kids. And look down the field, there's 100 damn hot dogs on the field. So were they celebrating, or were they angry? No, they were just throwing them around. Just for the fun for of the it? For the fun of it. <laughs> there wasn't no anger, nothing like that. Wow. Yeah, pulled up. It's called Dollar Night. It is a couple times a year, and people look forward to it, but now the different general managers of the stadium stopped it. They said, nah, it's too much of a risk. You guys are making a mess. You're throwing food around and all kind of shit. You know why? You know another reason why I think they stopped it, too? Because when you throw all them hot dogs around like that, you're not going to collect them all. And what happens in the middle of the night around Ooh. 2, 3 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> That's right. Fucking Mickey. And Minnie Mouse and fucking big ass rats. Yeah, that's pretty nasty. That's what they're worried about. Okay, that's what's popping. No more dollar hot dogs, huh? No more dollar hot dogs at the Phillies games. Oh well. But they won't. While it lasted, huh? 
So now it's buy one, get one free. For what, $5? $5. See, one person has to blow it for everybody. Because it was probably one person that started the food fight, and then everybody joins in. There's more than one. Well, it usually takes one to start it. All right, well, we'll take a quick break, and then we're going to lighten it up with the weird news. On the Pajama Party Show. Let's see. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to give you uh, the weird news tonight. Be right back. Tune in every Friday night to join Red Wine for her commentary. I'm just saying. She'll tell you what's on her mind and give it to you straight. No chaser, because that's how she rolls. On the Pajama Party Show, you know it's the original Pajama Party Show, right here on Blog Talk Radio. You can listen online at apajamaparty.com or feel free to call in and join the show and let her know if you agree or if you disagree. The number is 914-803-4306. Give her a call. Let her know. Because after all, she's just saying So, add your opinion to the conversation on the original Pajama Party Show. We'll see you there. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of those Papa G's. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red One. Bonsoir, darling. All right, all right. It is time for the weird news and... I've got the first one. Let's see. Oh, this one is a leap year story. Now we just, this is a, a leap year. So this one comes out of Paris. Read all about it right now, or you'll have to wait another four years. Satirical French newspaper La Bougie, Bougie du Sapeur only comes out on February 29th, period. It's a leap year-only publication filled with cringeworthy puns and commentary on events of the past four years. The 2024 edition includes an article suggesting that France does not need schools anymore thanks to artificial intelligence. Another floats the idea of dismantling the Eiffel Tower during the Paris Olympics to reduce security risks and having IKEA produce a manual for rebuilding it. These are all satirical, you know, satire stuff. Uh, some some friends started this newspaper as a joke in 1980, naming it after a comic book figure who was born on February 29th. Their previous edition was in 2020, when there was the last leap year, uh, as the world went into COVID-19 lockdowns, That edition sold 120,000 copies. Revenue from the newsstand sales goes mainly to a charity for people with developmental disorders, including autism. The editors are proudly politically incorrect, and some articles seem rather, well, dated, but that's the point. That and lifting the mood a bit. When the world goes out of whack, read its once-in-four-years editorial Sometimes you just have to laugh about it. So there you have it. A leap year only newspaper 
comes out every four years when it's leap year. Well, that's crazy. Who the knew? only drawback is they have to gather a lot of information. Other than that, you know, they don't have to worry about it for another four years. Well, it's <laughs> all crazy. satire anyway, so you can just make I jokes know. about stuff, write it how you want, and there you have it. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. my weird news. All right, over to you, Kel. <laughs> what you got right. that's weird? Uh, it's not too cold for winter swimmers. Okay, y'all crazy. In Vermont, Newport, Vermont. Plunging into a frozen lake and swimming laps and not be everyone's good time, but for winter swimmers who return year after year to northern Vermont, late near the Canadian border, there's nothing better. The 10th annual, hey, I might check it out, 10th annual. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is it called? Mem. For Magog Winter Swimming Festival kicked off on Friday with a 200-meter uh, freestyle race in a, a narrow pool cut from the ice. But the uh, festivity started Thursday on Friday morning. Some of the 180 participants uh, swamped a lap wearing a decorated hat. It was amazing. It's the highlight of my year said um, Andy Nelson of Arlington, Virginia, of course, crazy. After swimming 25 meters in the hat competition, it makes me happy. She plans to complete in all events over the three days and said it's more about the people and camaraderie than the icy water. Kudos to them. I'm not going to have a good damn time. (laughs) So you said they swim wearing hats? Yeah, that's the one competition. That's the lap wearing uh, decorated hat. <laughs> oh, in the frozen water. In the frozen water. Okay. 180 participants. Yeah, almost 200 participants. Hey. Uh-huh. And I doubt any of these people were black. Uh, I okay. Vermont. Okay. Hello. 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 <laughs> I doubt it. Okay. Thank you, Kettle. All right, Papa Didi, over to you. What you got weird That seems to be our premise tonight, is (laughs) where we belong and where we don't belong. (laughs) But, you know, it's it's sad because that's one of the the fallbacks of the world today is that everybody is trying to migrate themselves into some shit they really shouldn't be bothered with. And that's why the news is so interesting because everybody is just like we talked about earlier, the, the black politicians, you know, the uh, Tim Scotts and all the rest yeah, of them. Yeah, these black Republicans. Uncle Tom ass guys up here talking like this. So anyway, but this is another story relating to something like that. This is in state, what is it, St. Augustine, Florida. Okay. They got dozens of people across the, the uh, they come from all over. They have this big-ass Olympic sport type of situation where they just go crazy. They get in this building, and they're just, like, doing all kind of crazy shit. They wear tank tops and cut off shorts, and and they got all kind of insane athletic showdown, like wrestling and reptile fighting and um, brawling in the street, drinking, gun-firing. What? All kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> and like you said, then you look up and you see seven, eight black folks, and you say, and like seven, eight black people and 400 white people, and you say to black people, 
what the fuck are y'all doing here? <laughs> like, are you lost? Yeah, y'all lost? Are you? I mean, you know damn well <laughs> this ain't what the, what we do. This is not uh, your these crowd. Are my friends. These are my friends. But these are my friends. Yeah, really. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. So what else now? What is this thing called? It, it's called the, uh, I don't know, but it starts off with a Star Spangled Banner on electric guitar. And then they start. Of course it does. Then they start drinking a bunch of beer, wrestling, fighting, like I said, uh, reptile fighting. It costs $45 to get in. It's packed. And some people just sit back and watch, and some people participate. It's just an all-out fucking white fest mm. where they're just doing a bunch of crazy shit. And, and it this doesn't is in surprise. Florida? Yeah, in Florida. Yeah, your boy DeSanto's town. Mm. Ooh-wee. Let me tell you something. I am not surprised. The further you go out in Florida, all, all of the Key West and all that, to see some of their Mardi Gras and stuff, mm. and some of their pajama shit, they do all kinds of stuff. Where is St. Augustine? Is that? I'm not sure what location. I don't know where is, that is. Uh, how far south? Okay. Probably Alrighty. Like Panhandle or something like that. I don't know. Okay. Well, that's the weird news for you. Some kind of weird competition going on in Florida, where white folk get buck wild. Mm-hmm. And eat black and eat black people. Mm-mm. Just Okey-dokey. like up on the ski slopes. My my my. Your people. Hey, we get out there, some of us get out on the ski slope. No, meet me in the clubhouse. I mean, we, some of us, we do. Too old be fixing bones. Auntie who? We're going to take a break. All right, while you lament that, we're going to take a break. (laughs) And we're coming back on the other side with I'm just saying. So I was looking over the Cocktail of the Week archives, and we've had so many really great drinks over the past year and a half. We've had our original signature drink called the Pajama Party and a Game Changer, and of course, we have the last word. I like the Revolution. It was Hennessy, lemon and lime juice, agave juice, and bitters with jalapeno slices. Ooh-wee! I like that Crown Royal Flush with the Crown Royal Peach Nuts and Cranberry Juice. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorites huh, was the... Uh, Wait a minute, what's it called? The Dutch Mule, yeah, the Dutch Mule with the kettle, orange vodka, lime juice, and ginger beer. There are so many to choose from on the abajamaparty.com website. So check out the Cocktail of the Week archives to get the recipes. And you can find out how to make the Cocktail of the Week and sip along with us. Are there instructions there, too? Sure they are, along with pictures of the drink so you know exactly what it's supposed to look like. Discipline is number one, and education is secondary. What they need is... 
Whoop that ass academy. Here at the Whoop that ass academy. We don't have discipline problems. Know why? We're privately owned and we do what we want. And when kids get out of hand, we whoop that ass. Time out is for football games. When kids want to show off, we don't give them a timeout. We just whoop that ass. We don't make a kid stand in the corner. That's by house plan. When one of our kids gets out of order, we snatch him out of that classroom and whoop that ass. Here at WTA Academy, we make sure they learn the basics of reading and writing, math and science. But above all else, they learn discipline. This is what will keep your kids out of jail. Make the world a better place. Sometimes you gotta whoop that ass. And we do. Here at WTA Academy, our motto is, we care enough to whoop that ass. They may not read and write too well, but they'll act like they've got sense. Because we whoop that ass. So bring your kids on down to whoop that ass academy. We'll get them straight. All right, welcome back to John Part 1. It's Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. So, you ready, Red Wine? Yes, I am. Take away what I'm just saying. All righty. Well, tonight I'm just saying there is no respect. That's the topic. There is no respect. Now, you guys probably heard this week several times about Trump addressing a group of, again, these black Republicans. There was a group of 500 black Republicans in South Carolina over the weekend where they eagerly paid up to $500 a ticket for this event where Trump was the guest speaker. And Trump was there showing off as usual. And I just feel like, you know, this. I don't understand why these people don't realize that Trump doesn't have any love or respect for black people. But people keep on wanting to pretend that he does. Now, like I said, Trump was their guest speaker, guest of honor, whatever they call it. And as usual, he got up there to the podium rambling about a bunch of foolishness trying to be funny, you know, whatever. And these black Republicans gave Trump an award called the Champion of Black America Award. I'm like, are y'all serious? The Champion of Black America Award? First of all, I don't even know what are the standards for winning this award that I've never even heard of. But Trump is certainly not black folks champion by any stretch of the imagination. Who designated you 500 black Republicans to designate Trump as the daggone champion of black America? Are y'all tripping? Anyway, these black folks sat there clapping and laughing at Trump like a bunch of field hands from on a plantation with all of the stupid stuff that he was saying a bunch of idiotic, foolish statements that he was making. And they just sat there cheesing it up, like, oh, he's so wonderful, he's so wonderful. And these people claim to be so intelligent, so forward-thinking, and they claim to be so conservative, yet you allowed that man to stand in front of your black faces and say derogative things about black people. But, you know, all this stuff about... Okay, for example, 
he says black people relate to him because he had a mug shot and black people have gotten plenty of mug shots so therefore there's some kind of symbiotic relationship between him and black people because of his mug shot and then he said well he's been indicted so many times that he relates to black people and black people relate to him because of his numerous indictments. I think he has, what, 91 of them by now? How in the world does that have anything to do with black people? Like black people are the only ones that ever get mug shots, arrested, indicted? <laughs> really, Donald Trump? But to even make a statement like that, it's racist, it's disrespectful, it's derogatory. How dare you? Try to make statements about, oh, you know, I, I relate and black people like me. But he said black people love me because they relate to me. I'm like, are you serious? So because you're a criminal, you think that that gives you some connection to black people? Are you calling black people criminals on the low? Is that what that was about? That's some bull crap. And black people need to wake the freak up. Don't let this man disrespect you and grin in your face. Y'all think he's funny? He can be funny all he wants, but don't be fooled. That man has no respect and no love for us as a people. He is a criminal. You need to see him as the criminal and liar that he is. I'm so disgusted with these black Republicans that they allowed this man to stand up on that podium and they gave him that award as the champion of black America. No, he's the champion of you stupid black Republicans in that room. That's what that was, and that's what you should have said. He's not a champion of black America. Y'all don't represent, nor do you speak for black America. So let's not even play that game. I'm just saying, you know, Trump, if you go back and like what Papa Didi said earlier, you got to check his history. Trump is on record historically as have making as having said all kind of racist and derogatory things about black people. So don't be fooled. Just because now he got these sneakers, that was another comment he made. Oh, black people love me because they love the sneakers. So now you're trying to make us like we're just stupid. Oh, we like sneakers, so therefore we're going to love you. Well, Nike and, and uh, uh, who else makes sneakers? So do we just automatically supposed to love them too? Come on, man. Get real. This is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, wake up, people. This man doesn't respect black people. He just wants your vote. Don't be misled enough to give it to him because he has nothing good in store for us. And that's all I'm saying. Okay. Mm -hmm. huh. This makes me angry. This is a good one. All right, man. This is a good one. Talking about they love me because they love sneakers. What? How stupid is that? Doesn't even make sense. Oh, God. We love Jamaican food, too. Does that mean we going to run off behind a roster ferry? Give me a break. I'm so tired of it. Tired of it. Tired of him. Tired of stupidity. Wake up, <laughs> folks. Wake up. 
Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to shift right. gears and hand the mic over to Papa Didi. It's time for mm-hmm. living for the city, Papa Didi. What's happening mm-hmm. in the city? What you got? You know, that was some deep stuff you said there. We got to call it out. Yeah, well, just, it just goes to show you how broke up we are, you know, as people. We're, uh, our, our survival is only, our survival is really in the hands of our of ourselves anymore. You know, there's no, I mean, thank God we was able to put together Soul Train and stuff like that, stuff we was able to relate to together, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Any any kind of real black history we were able to focus on as kids that we all got together and, and understood and seen and listened to Motown and Temptations and shit like that that kept us together for real, for real. You know, and right now, I mean, we're so broke up with popularity and people and, and so-called money and things like that. You know, money to me is just a means to an end. I don't care what people's motives are or what their ambitions are of trying to make it. When you make it, the first thing you need to do is do the right thing, and that's handling your fucking business, okay? Because nowadays, you can't even live in a world where me being a person of a certain age, I don't want to date myself, but we had the opportunity to mess up, and, and a decade later, make up for that, you know? Like you did some crazy shit in your 20s and 30s and was able to, by the time you was 40, get your shit together and go ahead on and, and do right and live right. People can't do that today. With internet and video and Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all that, that's it. You show your titties one time, that's it. Them motherfuckers in a thousand places, right? Mm-hmm. Okay? You do some dumb shit one time and your shit is done. You do some crazy shit, you you get stopped by the wrong cop, you're going to get shot, you know? And there's a lot of people that testify to that, and they'll storm your house in the middle of the night and just come in and start, you know, flat blasting, shooting and everything else, and don't care who's in there, man, women, or children. And that's evident every day by the news we see every day, repeat stories, repeat situations. Storming another house, having the wrong address, stopping another black man, killing him. You know, we don't have a leg to stand on. And like you said about them talking about Trump, what the hell is Trump doing to correct any of that shit? He don't give a fuck about none of that. That man is on a mission to get back in that White House because that's that's where he feels his powerful ass need to be. He thinks he's on the same level as Putin and all them. And then the other guy, the crazy motherfucker from... North Korea, you know, yeah. he yeah, want to sit Jones. down, he want to sit down and powwow with them again. Mm-hmm. Like they give a shit about us. I've never seen yet in life where evil beat out good. Have any of y'all seen that? No. In all our history of life, all the crazy shit we've seen, did you ever see evil win? Good has always prevailed. Always. The shit Trump is doing, that stuff ain't going to prevail because it's deceptive. And after a while, people do come to their senses. All them crazy white folks he got in this corner. Biden says something today, and I'll close on this here. Biden says something when he was down at the, the um, 
Where, at the at border? The border. Mm-hmm. He said, why don't, we, why don't we get together and fix this? Talking about Trump. He said, if you got ideas and I got ideas, why don't we get together? And he's talking to him like he's a president or like he got some kind of clout because he probably does in his own community of people. But Trump is up there with Abbott, and they just rah, 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 fuck him. Shut it down. Biden brought them all in. That's why the hole's open, because of Biden. Everything Trump says, he puts a person or a name behind a problem, and it's everybody but him. But who the fuck is sitting in court with these indictments and everything hmm. and all kinds of shit? Oh, this woman, $300 million. You know what I mean? You got all kind of shit going on. You try and distract it and take the weight off of it by floating around the world and acting all politically, you know, correct. When you got more criminal shit going on, you know, and it's interesting. I mean, I just wonder what happens if they lose the election in November. Well, what, what would they do? We saw what they capable of doing. But what are they going to do if they lose the election? Can they fucking handle that? I think they're going to self-detonate. They're uh, all going to just explode. They're going to say, we want to recount. They're going to recount the shit out of that mm-hmm. over and over again. That's what again. I mean. Their heads are going to explode, and they'll be demanding about all this is fake. It was stolen. It was some some fake this and that, and who did what, and who did who was unfair, and all it's never going to be right. If and if they Trump leave. does win, you're going to see more KKK shit, more Aryan Nation shit, more undercover white shit. They're going to come out of the fucking woodwork oh, because yeah. their boss is back in the White House, and that's where all that's where all the buck stops right there. That's why he want to get back in there because when he was in, why do you think when it came time for him to leave, he was losing his mind? He couldn't believe that he had to leave the White House. That man got comfortable up in there. That was a seat of power. He didn't want to let it go. So. Okay. Ooh, boy. Yeah, he didn't want to leave. He didn't he want to leave. He didn't want to let it go. That thing but, had you know, that was, I, I had to say, that's the first presidency I've never seen them um, exchange, you know, control or. Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. he, he's just left. Comfortable. He didn't give it. Yeah. And, 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 fuck y'all. Yeah. And you know what, Kettle D. Protocol was thrown out the window. You know what, Kettle D. Yeah. is a transferring nuclear fucking nuclear. Yeah, the nuclear codes. Codes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nuclear codes. He's like, no, I that give... makes me uncomfortable at night to know that if he gets oh, back sure. here, that fool has mm-hmm. access to the nuclear codes. Oh, my gosh. He's a crazy motherfucker. He's crazy. Okay. All right. A lot to think about. <laughs> yes, indeedy. You're right. It's a lot to, lot to process. And you know what's so sad about all of it, though, yeah. and I mean this here. I mean this sincerely. There's a lot of us young, a lot of our young black people, young black people of certain age, certain demographic that's not even watching the news. They don't know about none of this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't know about mm-hmm. none of this. They don't watch the news at all. And they'll admit it. Now, nah, I don't watch no news. Nah. Then what the fuck are you watching? What are you not seeing every day 
that's happening every day. We're watching day. reality TV. Reality oh. TV. They're on. Attention. They're on MTV. Well, whatever. They're on Love and Hip Hop and, and Stars, and they're watching the latest Fifty Cent joint and all the. I mean, sure, that's entertaining, you know. But there's a time and place for everything. And you got to stop every now and then and smell the roses. Yeah, it is. Open up that window to see what the fuck going on outside. Right. Well, all right. Of, well, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with Kettle. And she's going to have the Hollywood wrap-up for us on the Pajama Party Show. Hey, Kettle. What's popping? I don't know. I'm just living for the city. Well, let's check in with Papa Didi on the Pajama Party Show to find out. His segment called Living for the City is his own opinion about what's really going on in the city. And his other segment talks about what's popping everywhere else, according to him. And I don't want to miss that. Tune in every Friday night at 9 o'clock to catch Papa Didi for Living for the City. And for what's popping on the Pajama Party Show. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1 if you dare to challenge his opinion. Or you can go to apajamaparty.com to listen online. It's always interesting. And always entertaining. Don't miss Papa Didi on the original Pajama Party show. Call 914-803-4306 or go to apajamaparty.com. All right, welcome back to the John Party. What is Papa D? I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Woo, it's that time. It's that time. Time for Kettle. <laughs> Gonna give us all the good juice. Got that Hollywood juice. Woo, come on, Papa Didi, with the intro. Let's get it, get it. Come on, Papa Didi. You ready? Yes, come on with it. Deliver. Deliver. Hollywood. All right. Take it away, Kettle. Madonna, Madonna, Madonna. She should be ashamed of herself. Madonna had a montage of a a aid tribute, and she had Luther Vandross's picture up there. Luther Vandross' face said, uh-uh, ain't happening. So his estate requested that Madonna remove the tribute because he was never diagnosed with AIDS or HIV virus. Okay, Madonna, you're doing too much. I think you need to sit your A-double-S down. <laughs> wow. Come on, come on, Madonna. Madonna. Okay, she's just doing too much. Um, also, Terrence Howard faces $903,115 of tax bills, claims of injustice and slavery legacy. Interesting. The actor cited 400 years of forced labor and never receiving any compensation for it as part of his decision to avoid paying his taxes. Ain't going to happen. You wanted to pay it, then you just want to get it. Uh, 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 a bill coming back to you. Um, 
that grand total also included interest and penalties uh, after he uh, allegedly threatened Justice Department lawyer Maria Elizabeth Ruth. But Howard is standing ten toes down as he believes it's immoral for the United States government to charge taxes to descendants of slaves. Okay. All right. Hmm. In November, the TV star denied owing taxes in an alleged voicemail that left, he left for uh, his lawyer. During that message, he also threatened to publicly shame her by posting the lawsuit against him on the Internet. Wow. Um, so, yeah, interesting. Um, efforts to reach Howard in Chicago and California have been unsuccessful. Then in the Turner event, he was served with papers in uh, 2023 while attending the Twin Cities Film Festival in St. Louis Park, Minnesota. Interesting. Um, hmm. Judge Murphy said that he had more than sufficient detail to demonstrate the court's attempts to reach out to the actor for the past 14 months. So, guess what? Homeboy, you got to pay them taxes. So, uh, <laughs> I got time for your BS. Mm-hmm. You would try it on with somebody else, I guess. That's just what he's saying. Okay, try it on with somebody else. Uh, Nas, haven't heard his name in a while. The rapper joined the Resort World $5 billion casino expansion in Queens. Uh, the really? vision of uh, yep at Duck Park is to, trans- is to transform the casino in the legendary rapper's hometown into a full-fledged establishment that mirrors the company's prior- priorities in Las Vegas. Hmm. So he partnered up with Resorts World, New York City, um, for this particular uh, expansion. Um, according to the press release, the project will expand the casino floor to 350,000 square feet, making it one of the largest in the world. It also includes 3,000 units of workforce house, more than 50 wow. acres of new dedicated park space, and new transit connections to JFK and Manhattan. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Okay, Don. Hi, right. Meredith. I did hear I that uh, Jay-Z was, like was that. trying to do something in New York City, but uh, I guess Nas beat him to the challenge, I guess. I don't know. That's on point, though. Who don't see you, but I didn't know he had mm-hmm. had money like that, but okay. Uh, hey, hey. You know, he could be using his name. They could be paying him. You know, he, he, he got some money somewhere. Yeah. Um, also, uh, yeah, Rihanna and Ace. Rocky star in the new Fenty short film. The power couple is unstoppable. In the new teaser that the Lift Me Up singer dropped on Tuesday on social media, Riri and Ricky are putting their love on full display. We're here for it. Okay. In the clip, the power right. couple was captured serving Roaring Twenties vibes. Okay. Uh, Okay. Last That's month, cool. ASAP Rocky starred in another ad for the product on the brand's IG account. Okay. Oh, you know what? I've seen him. He he, he advertises also a, a liquor. Maybe it's his own liquor. I had to put the two to two together. That is ASAP. Okay. That's a uh, Riri's hubby. Okay. Oh, okay. I ain't mad at you. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know he was advertising the... for liquor brands, but okay. Mm. Yeah, I can't remember. It, it's a cognac. It's a brown liquor. It's, it's in, in, in your lane, Papa D. Um, so it's a brown liquor. Yeah. So kudos to him. So when they get together, they they, they, they trying to be a uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z, I guess. Power couple, I guess. Yeah. Okay. She's a um, yeah. Yeah, she is, is a billionaire. Yeah. Uh, this is an interesting one. Sanaa Lathan, I haven't heard her name in a while, stars a new audible, audible original, The Justice Reveals, that she wishes to portray her character on screen. Um, she's using her voice for um, James Patterson audible thriller called The Justice. Interesting. Oh, okay. Um, of course, we know her for uh, The Best okay. Man. Mm-hmm. Right, we know her for the best man. Uh, Twenty-five year anniversary for that. Uh, Two thousand, she starred in Love and Basketball. Twenty eighteen, she starred in um, Napoli Ever After. But now she wants to use her voice for this audible, the justice for James Patterson. Kudos to Sanal Lathan. Oh yeah, girl. Uh, I guess everybody's gonna be getting that audible uh, from James. Even if you want a James Patterson. Fan or book reader, you're going to listen because it's from Lacey's voice. That's, that's just enough. <laughs> and he's a heck of a writer. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I have to say he is. Um, kudos to Beyonce. Girlfriend has top number one for her Texans holding for the past two weeks. Um, you have celebrities like Kevin Bacon, his wife, uh, Kara Segrick. Um, they're getting on in on uh, the Texas Holding song. Uh, they got something on uh, X. Um, I don't know. They must wake up their chickens or their uh, animals on their farm with the with the song. Uh, but you know, um, Kevin Bacon, he's on. He's uh, part of a band called Bacon Brothers as well. So um, I mean, everybody's been chiming in. Dolly Parton. She prays, uh, she said, congratulations, Beyonce, for number one spot on country chart. Can't wait for the album, the rest of the album. Um, like I said, everybody is just chiming in on this particular album. I was like, okay. So she has two singles out. There's another single coming out um, March the 29th, end of the month. There's another uh, single. It's called Act Two. Um can't wait to hear that. Kudos to her. Um, haven't heard this name. Kara uh, Bay Cinebay. She announces she and her husband, uh, Brandon Krakow, are expecting twins. Hmm. What? They were married. They were married oh, in 2021. Don't want to say it's very interesting. Two fathers enjoy. The heart full of love, the precious star announced on Instagram that she and her husband are expecting twins. I'm pregnant with the mommy to be on the app. We thought it was time to give our cat some responsibility, so we're giving them each a baby to take care of. Okay. I buy my precious carrying twins. Yes, she is. Mm hmm. And last but not least, um, Tyler Perry movie. 
Mekopola is, is a criminal defense attorney takes on the case of a seductive artist accused of murdering his girlfriend. But when burning desire takes hold, things get hot and dangerous. I have to say, this was an interesting film. Um, I, but I kind of found out halfway through the film what was going on. So uh, 1 to 10, I give it about a, about a 6. So that wasn't bad. But it seems like on um, uh, the critics, uh, everybody's talking about uh, they don't like the film or they're disappointed, yada, yada, yada. But it's on Netflix. So just check it out. You, you know, you use your own judgment. Make Coppola. Okay. M-E-A Coppola. And that's my Hollywood wrap-up. All righty. Thank you so much for that, Cal. You got all the good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it was one more about Oprah. What was the thing about Oprah? Uh, Oprah, didn't she, she, she got rid of her... Stock and, oh, she uh, stepped off the board of uh, Weight Watchers. The board Watchers. of Weight Watchers. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. She, okay. I guess she got, you know, she got her money out of it. She said, I'm gone. <laughs> well, she donated her stock to the African American Museum in D.C. Okay, yes, I did hear that. That's what she did, yeah. She okay. handed that money over. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you hear that, Papa D.D.? You hear that, Papa D.D.? <laughs> that's my yeah, girl. But, uh, <laughs> that's Cattle's girl. Yeah, she what donated you, money, but uh, what you say, Papa? Dude? I think she. I, I am not gonna go why she dropped off of that because I, <laughs> that's why nobody can't find no. What's it called? Ozempic. Oh, Ozempic. Ozempic. Yeah, Ozempic. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think she got twenty five boxes of it in her closet. <laughs> You know what, though? I just hope whatever people do to, to maintain that weight and everything, and that's cool, mm-hmm. but I just hope that that stuff don't backfire. Hope that something oh, don't sure. happen with I that. And, and I don't, I wish no bad, and I wouldn't, and it sounds like she put her eggs, all her eggs in that basket. She even said, because I'm doing some medical stuff to lose weight and all. And everybody know that uh, Wagobi Wagobi and Ozempic. Yeah, you can't find it. People are wondering, can't even find it. Everybody late to the game. Celebrities got it wrapped up. The boat's coming right to their house instead of going to the market. I agree. I agree. But see, a lot of people. The boat's coming right don't realize that some of those medications are good because if you're diabetic, diabetic one or two, basically two. Yeah. If you're far gone, you know, it's, it's good for, uh, and then it helps lose weight. So, I mean, you know, kill two birds yeah. with one stone, I guess. So, yeah. It could have saved Luther Vandross's life. Yeah, that's true. If he had been that around back then. sure could have. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we're yeah. down to uh-huh. the kiss it list. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kevin. No, I'm finished. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we're down to the world famous kiss it list. So, Papa Didi, if you could just ex- explain them. Yes, if you could just explain what is the kiss it oh, list. Oh, sorry, I had to yawn for you. <laughs> I'm only human. All right. What's the what's the kiss it list? Well, the kiss list is people that showed their butt and uh, got caught with it, or you know, first we'll put those five black uh, senders and. 
congressmen, Republicans on the list. Yeah, that's sure. a whole other breed of people. Absolutely. You know, as long as Trump is galloping, they're going to ride his back. And speaking of Trump, put him on the list as usual. Marjorie mm-hmm. Taylor Greene, because she put her foot in her mouth several times during mm-hmm. the week. Oh, yeah, then tried to kick back on it. What I, what I didn't mean, what I didn't say. Uh, you said what, what I you didn't meant. meant that. I didn't mean that. Really, yes, girl? you did. Yes, you did. We're not a racist country. Um, also, I'm going to put uh, Governor Greg Abbott on the list. Oh, yeah. With all his antics down there in mm. uh It's sending all the people around the world. You know, I mean, get some type of area where you can sustain the people. But if they come over with some kind of dreaded diseases, you're going you're gonna to kill the whole world. Yeah. If I put them on a bus and send them to different cities. You know what? That was another idiotic thing Trump said, talking about all these immigrants they come here and they're speaking a bunch of languages that nobody can understand i'm like they're speaking the languages from wherever they come from but, 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 like you know what, what are you talking about you're he talking about do, they're speaking languages that nobody understands all he has to do is watch yeah, the oscars do. next week next week He's Sunday. Special. and how many people that want going to win an oscar is going to get up there crying saying i am the daughter of a second generation immigrant Okay. There you go. They were immigrants too, but now they win an Oscar. So who's to say you don't have no talented Oscar-worthy people crossing the border now? Absolutely. I, mean, I don't know. I understand why when people get there, they want to say the hell with everybody else. You know how many people in Hollywood that are immigrants? Oh, it's a lot of them. Remember that movie? Some... Remember that movie that uh, one of those Oscars called a Slumdog Millionaire? Oh yeah. That that wasn't up with a damn immigrant movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody in that damn movie was a damn immigrant. Um, that mayor, I know you said all five of them, but I wanted to call his name His out. name was... Uh, what is his name? That mayor in... Um, Johnson. Eric, is it Eric Johnson? J.J. Um, Eric Johnson. You can call me J.J. No, Eric Johnson. That's that Dallas mayor who switched from Democrat, Democrat to Republican. Republican. Yeah, because he wants, yeah, he wants Put Trump's him on base. The list. To get back in office, he wants Trump's base to vote him in. Okay. I think we have a shorter list this week. Uh, was there anybody else? Yeah, different people at the stores that don't know what the hell they're doing. They're just going to flim-flam you through the whole conversation. You ever going to buy some shit and and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They just want to, you know. I've got to the notion now when people don't give me a direct answer quick, I just move on. Mm. I move on. Do you know where the such and such is? I was in a, in a store today, and I was trying to get something, some kind of like Sudafed or something, you know, I had a little nasal congestion. And apparently this little area that these little Spanish people was in, the, the, uh, I guess the pharmaceutical area of the place wasn't affiliated with the supermarket. So I got some oh. stuff in my cart, but the Sudafed was back there with them at the pharmacy. And I asked the lady, okay, can I get that and pay? No, you got to pay for it now. I said, I got other stuff in my cart. Can I pay for it all together? Oh, no, no, no. Then the pharmacist came around and got behind her. I guess he thought I was attacking her or something. I'm like, where the fuck do you come from? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just having a general conversation. 
Next you know, she's got some fucking massive arms behind her. I said, I said, what do you need? Oh, I'm just here to straighten things out. I said, straighten what out? I'm talking about Sudafed, motherfucker. What do you think? I got a, a, a nine millimeter in my fucking hand? It was crazy. And he said, and I told him, I said, well, I wanted to pay for all this here. I guess he saw a black man. He thought it was controversial. She was a little young girl. I mean, if you think the little timid-ass young girl can't handle shit, why you got her back there behind the fucking counter? You know what I mean? So put that damn supermarket little pharmacy area on the okay, kitchen list. Because them motherfuckers are scared to death of me. And all, I was asking about Sudafed. They thought I was robbing a joint. And he said, oh, we're not affiliated with a supermarket. I said, well, why don't you tell her to say that? If she would have said that from the beginning, we wouldn't be doing all this shit now. She said, I can't, I can't, I can't give it to you. I got, I got, I got, I got. I'm like, bitch, what the fuck are you talking about? And he comes in like he's saving a day. Probably was his fucking daughter. So, you know, what are you going to do? Oh, the last one I want to add is all lying politicians. You're on the kiss it list. Just stop the line. Stop it. Yeah, and put Philadelphia Phillies management for stopping Dollar Night. Oh, yeah, the hot dogs. Just because they throwing the hot dogs around, fuck it. They brought them. They could do what they want to do with them. Mm. You know, the Royals, the mess, and the threw them at the team. They, they ain't want them damn rats. For all them hot dogs underneath the seats, underneath the bleachers and shit. They knew them goddamn rats would come and clean all that up at night. <laughs> <laughs> any, they said, throw them if you want. We any, gonna get any hot dogs they couldn't find that stadium when night fell, them fucking... They said by sunrise, they Mickey, will be gone. Mickey and Minnie Mouse got all them motherfuckers. All right. Well, we have a special gift for everybody on this week's Kissing List. And here's my entire All right, welcome back to John Party. When you host Papa Dini, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Ooh, bonsoir, darling. It's now time for the last word. And I'm going to go to you, Papa Dini, first. What's your last word? Oh, man, my last word is that, man, I just hope that the people in the stores and everything will start learning shit, man. Everybody is just so... Hiring practices are slim to none. Mm. You know, clearly none. Knowledge is knowledge is not bliss. Motherfuckers don't know nothing. No matter where you go, when you go to a shoe store, anywhere you go, man, the customer service is just horrible. Nobody don't know shit. They don't know shirts where anything is. Hey, where's where's the men's department? Oh, I don't know. I've only been working a couple of weeks. I don't I don't know shit. I just know where the time clock in the fucking bathroom is. 
kind of shit. Anyway. Okay. That's all I got to say. Well, my word is don't let people fool you. Trump does not respect us, does not love us. He only wants our vote. And if you're foolish enough to send your money to him, he wants your money. Don't be a sucker. That's all I'm saying. Don't be a sucker. That's my last word. Over to you, Kettle. What's your last word? Ooh. I don't even have no last words. I don't give a There's so much going on. It's ridiculous. Um, Back to my same thing. The mayor needs to step it up. You know, they're shooting, killing every day. Um, you see, we need some help. Um, everybody keeps talking about mental health, mental health, but no, it's not all mental health. It's crazy out here. It's got beyond that. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm just tired of the, uh, you know, black on black crime. I mean, other crimes being committed, but it seems like there's more of us being extinguished and, uh, until these uh, young folks wake up and see what's going on, smell the coffee, uh, they're going to keep doing the same stuff. So. Right. Just, uh, stop the violence and uh, everybody be safe out here. That's my last one. Okay. All righty. All right. Well, we're going to say goodnight and get on out of here. Say goodnight, Papa Didi. Goodnight, everybody. Say goodnight, Kendall. Goodnight. And good night for one more episode of the Pajama Party Show. We'll do it again next week. Thanks for hanging out with us and listening. Uh, good night. Arrivederci. Bonsoir. Adios. Ciao. Peace. Deuces. We out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell. Arrivederci. Sayonara. And all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Oh, Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night.